0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of Bipolar Black Girl. My name is Mary Fortin. I am your host. Today, we are welcoming Lindsay. Lindsay is a holistic healer and mindset coach who specializes in working with people to help them heal mental and physical illness, as well as chronic pain and nerve damage. As someone who has experienced mental illness, chronic pain, and nerve damage, Lindsay is excited to be coaching others to heal themselves and live their best lives. Hi, Lindsay, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing today? I am doing well. So why don't you give us a little bit of background, um, some history with your uh, mental health, and then we can get into um, what you do as far as coaching.
1: Yeah, sure. So, uh, yeah, um, I think back when I was about 14 years old, I was uh, diagnosed with depression. And, um, yeah, put on antidepressants and that led me to, um, manic episodes, which, uh, yeah, spiraled into a full-blown bipolar disorder and thus began my journey. Um, it was, yeah, it was a really hard time when I was, when I was younger, but it was, it was one of those things like I've reflected on quite a bit and yeah it was, it was a time in my life where I lost everything that I really loved with sports and stuff like that. So, um, looking back now, like I can see a lot of the things that triggered this, but, uh, more importantly, like where I am now and, uh, and how things have, have come to fruition. It's, it's kind of interesting looking back on everything because, um, I've just learned so much and yeah i mean to anyone that is that is suffering with these things right now it's like everybody is told that this is a permanent disability that this is a disorder that has no solution and i believed that for so long like i went to see different doctors and naturopaths and specialists in mental health um, disorders and we talked about all the different bipolar disorders schizophrenia everything that I was experiencing and I had some different opinions from doctors. Um and I had one say that it was more like borderline personality disorder and like I've seen I've seen now like all the different um I guess just all the different descriptions of all these different things but it's it's like everything. It was kind of everything. All the different symptoms and stuff like that. But all in all, it, it really didn't matter in the end because it all came down to healing and finding ways to overcome all of the things that had happened in my life and all of the things that changed for me mentally and physically that added up to these things occurring. And um, so some of the most important parts of like my healing journey has been cleaning up my physical self and mental self and I know a lot of the times with treatment with these things we're just given you know drugs to mask the symptoms like that's what I did for years I was given all these prescriptions I hated them they were terrible they just they just caused more side effects for me like I was just I felt drugged I didn't feel like myself um, I felt like it was just... I was just becoming somebody that I wasn't, and I was losing parts of myself artistically and mentally, just with my memory and my focus. everything was just ruined by those drugs so yeah, um I didn't take a lot of the things I was supposed to, and I ended up on lithium and tryptophan for like sixteen years, which was really bad <laughs> because yeah. it it didn't help me like it it i still had all the same symptoms i still had mania i still had depression i still had mixed episodes it was uh especially when i came off of the lithium like it was just my body had just become dependent on it and emotionally i was dependent on it i kept telling myself it was helping me but looking back i'm like it didn't help me like i still had all these symptoms so it clearly wasn't working
0: <laughs> and, and your doctor didn't suggest using other medication that's the thing it's like
1: i moved away from where that doctor was that prescribed that i was supposed to go back and it was supposed to just be a temporary um prescription but i moved away to vancouver island when i was 19 and um the doctors that i saw here just kept writing me the same prescription and sending me for blood tests to make sure my levels were normal they never suggested anything else
0: and you never, um well, I guess back then, the, I don't know how old you were, but maybe they didn't have the same meds that we have. Oh, there
1: was tons of meds. It's just okay. the side effects I didn't want. Like mm-hmm. when I was given Soloft and Celexa and all these things, it was just like then you deal with insomnia, inability to focus. Well, those you are antidepressants, like, and yeah. would
0: cause, cause mania in somebody who's bipolar.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and they did, and it was
0: terrible. But they and wouldn't be helpful. Yeah, they're
1: still prescribing those to people with bipolar. It's messed up.
0: Um, but I've never. I mean, I do take a little bit of antidepressant. Yeah, but that's because I um need mania, a little manic, a little mania to keep me going. But um, otherwise, I'm depressed. But yeah, m- I from what I understand, most doctors don't prescribe antidepressants to. People with bipolar disorder because of the, of the mania that can, that can happen.
1: Yeah. Which I agree. uh, They shouldn't, (laughs) it doesn't seem like a good thing to, to do, but yeah, I mean, when I saw uh, a a doctor out here, it was because I wanted to come off of my lithium and everything. So I wanted to start a family and I didn't want to be on any kind of drugs that could have any adverse effects
0: understandable
1: so i was like okay i'm gonna go (laughs) see the psychiatrist see the psychologist and see what what we can do and at this point i was already in school studying holistic healing and i'd come across a lot of great natural medicine that just i was actually using it to heal the nerve pain in my back all the damage that i had from a fall um when i was working and uh it just happened to have great effects on bringing down my anxiety. Like my, my anxiety was dissipating faster than I could even like imagine. It was crazy. Mm. And so noticing this, I was like, all right, well, <laughs> I'm going to keep going with that. And so yeah, healing my back pain at, and the nerve damage just happened to coincide with healing a lot of my anxiety. And once my anxiety was down, it was so much easier to be more self-aware of what was going on like when I had all my other symptoms and really analyze what was going through my mind because I had a lot of really awful dark thoughts like the suicidal thoughts just happened every day it was all the time
0: that's often associated with BPD yeah
1: it was terrible it was really Mm. like it's just something that just took up so much mental space (laughs) right like occupied so much of my day and I'm like oh just trying to like keep those away and i'm like i really didn't want to be experiencing that when i had a new baby of course of course so yeah energetically i i found uh medicine like using um flower essences, essences and stuff like that that really made an enormous difference and just finding that right balance because everybody's a little bit different and we're all we have these inherited inherited uh, energetics from our family, from the people that we're around, from the people we, you know, hang out with. Like we vibe from our experiences mm-hmm. in life, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, finding medicine to heal that and to balance that out changed everything, and the suicidal thoughts disappeared. And I thought that was mm-hmm. going to be the hardest part, and it did. and It was actually the hardest part to really get
0: that. Have you um, consistent with back, it? I'm sorry. No, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? I kind I interrupted you. I'm sorry.
1: Oh no, no. I was just saying it. It was the hardest part, but it was it was the most rewarding. That's all. It was it was just great.
0: I I bet. Um. So have you been back to a psychiatrist to to maybe see if you your um uh, if they had misdiagnosed you maybe with you know because bipolar and BPD have so many overlapping symptoms. Yeah. Like to make so, sure that you're bipolar and weren't just, uh, or didn't just, um, suffer from BPD, which can be, you know, managed and, uh, um, and it will, you know, with practice, it can sort of dissipate, um, based on just like, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy and things yeah. like that.
1: So, yeah, so the, so the, when going back, um, and revisiting the doctor that I saw at the hospital, um, yeah, there was like, just based on some of the symptoms, she thought maybe borderline personality disorder, but because of all of my mixed episodes that I had for so long, um, the bipolar disorder, like diagnosis stuck with that. But I'm like, like I said, I'm like, it's, I've seen that often when I've talked to other people that they have overlapping symptoms, like symptoms of both categories. and it's, so I'm like that's it's very interesting to me to hear other people's experiences and symptoms and stuff like that. But yeah, the mixed episodes were really difficult. but but again, I had um, I had symptoms of just like mania and depression when I was younger, and the mania, like it was so intense. It was like it was like I was so high, <laughs> and when I was in yeah. school, it was everyone's was like, "Oh yeah, I, like I want what you're on." I'm like, "Trust me, you do not." And I had like I had pooling under my skin that looked like bruising, and when I saw a doctor about it, he said it was adrenochrome.
0: What can you explain what that is?
1: So it's it's just a it's a it's a chemical in my body, and when I was ingesting sugar, like it wasn't being broken down, like you know, normal. And Mm -hmm. my body was producing massive amounts of adrenochrome, which basically made me really, really friggin' high.
0: (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So that was wild. That was a wild time. And I'm glad that's over. But yeah, all my friends were jealous. They're like, Oh, yeah, this looks like fun. I'm like, man, I just want to be level. So, you know, I self medicated for so many years, just smoking weed, trying to level everything out just to be, you know, calm. (laughs) I just wanted to be calm because it was either just like so high or just so unbelievably low that I couldn't do anything. And just like this darkness came over me that was just like, I felt like cement. I felt like the whole world was just this empty, dark place. And I felt like the sadness of every human being on the planet inside of me. It was, yeah. But my own feelings were void.
0: Wow. Yeah. I, I can, I have BPD as well, um, or I'm recovering from it. And I do, I really do understand that like deep, dark, you know, just the kind of lonely place where, um, you don't feel like you're going to come out of it. Can I ask you a little bit about what your home life was like during, you know, during that period?
1: Yeah. So my home life was good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There was, uh, yeah, I. It was there was really nothing wrong. I mean, the things that really triggered me when, with the depression when everything started was I was an athlete and I competed with uh, um, track and field and stuff like that. And I was a pole vaulter and I injured my knee really bad pole vaulting, kind of twisted all around and ripped everything up inside with the cartilage. And that sort of ended my running career at that point. And looking back, I'm like, I kind of wish that I would have just pushed past it. But the doctor I saw was like, oh, no, you'll never run again. And I was like, (laughs) like, oh, words and knives into my heart. And I was like, oh, man, like I wanted to go to the Olympics. I was like, I'm going to go to the world. I had friends that had been to like these huge like world champion track events. And I went to the Canadian pole vaulting summit when I was like 13 and competed with like older age categories. I was making records. And I was like, this is great. And then that happened, and it was just like shattered my world.
0: <laughs> I can only imagine. You no, know? I can only imagine.
1: But that, like, that was that was the major event that that changed things for me there. And you know, like losing a lot of friends. I there was a went from having a lot of really great friends to like a clicky kind of thing happened in school, and all of a sudden it's like now you're on your own. I was like, all right.
0: <laughs> so, and do you think that was based upon? uh your behavior or or uh you know will never you know startling-
1: i'll never know yeah. like this all happened before like it was just before your diagnosis yeah oh yeah okay yeah yeah it was one of those things it's like you have a friend all through summer and then school starts and they're just like too cool for you and you're like oh all right
0: <laughs> right go find some new friends
1: and i'm like all right fine <laughs>
0: And that must have been very hard for you as well.
1: It was confusing.
0: <laughs> yeah, especially for people who, um, I mean, if you do have BPD and bipolar, I'm not sure, but it, I mean, do you feel do you feel like you have BPD or no? I don't think I. I okay. Don't. Yeah. As far as like like looking back, I'm like
1: definitely some of the symptoms made sense, but now I'm like none of them.
0: So right. Even bipolar is associated with. Um, interpersonal relationships. Yeah. Well, and, and... That's the thing
1: I never had trouble making friends, and right having personal relationships and stuff like that. Like ever since I was a kid, like just talking to people, making friends, like straight right. And but people it's I know having yeah, and like I always had best friends throughout my life. It was, it was never a problem. So like when, when I had that friend just like leave me behind and just like go be too cool for me i was like it was just confusing i was just like i don't understand that yeah so you know
0: yeah that must have been tough especially (laughs) around that age when your friendships are so important yeah (laughs) totally yeah
1: but you know you go you make new friends and stuff like that and carry on and i did but Mm -hmm. but yeah things mentally got weird and yeah it was it was so hard to be in school i hated school so much
0: Yeah, so, so did I.
1: such a strange place to just sit in these classrooms. Like, I loved learning and everything like that. I just didn't like the drama of everybody.
0: Right, yeah. right, <laughs> yeah. That's something that's also you know it's unavoidable. It seems right in, in high school. I mean, in life, but like in yeah. high school, it's just so intense.
1: Yeah, totally. But you know, it was what it was. I, I made it through school just fine. I was. I was glad that it was easy enough because I skipped so much school I didn't want to be there I skipped school so much school <laughs> and they're just like well at the yeah. end of the year like there was one teacher that was just like you know you only like the exams are worth like 75 percent of your mark I'm like my final exams and he's like yeah I'm like so I could literally do nothing all year and then just nail the exam and be fine <laughs> it's like Right. Yeah, I guess so. I'm like done. <laughs> <So> I think <laughs> I showed up to like graphic art design. I nailed that class. I had like, you know, ninety-nine percent got two awards in that class. But right. everything else I was like, whatever. Did your
0: doctors ever discuss ADHD with you? Um, no. I did have
1: a shit time focusing though. I'd like yeah. I started out not bad at focusing when I was younger, but as yeah when when this all happened when like the bipolar symptoms came in it it was just like i couldn't i couldn't read a book to save my life and like to get through it i would always end up distracted and my mind would wander i would end up thinking about something else and it, it was terrible
0: so and have you oh do you see a a psych now or no uh no okay
1: yeah i mean now my focus is awesome like, I read so many books every year and, like, for a long time. Like, this is this is how bad it was. It took me a year to read the first Harry Potter book. Wow. And, like, when I was a lot younger, when I was, like, 11, 12, like, I read The Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, stuff like that.
0: Yeah. And then... I know, I've been working on a book called A uh, Hundred Years of Solitude by uh, Gabriel... uh what's his name? Uh, I can't think of his, his name right now. But... um It is literally taking me out. I started that book 20 years ago. Yeah. And it's an excellent book. It's just that I keep going back to it and then I get distracted and forget about it. But yeah, 20 years I've been trying to read that book. Yeah. Maybe it takes 100 years of solitude.
1: (laughs) Maybe. There you go. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. So why don't you uh, go into a little bit of of what you do now with your coaching?
1: Oh, yeah. So... So now, um, so I originally when I was getting into holistic healing, like I was expecting just to work with people with, you know, things like digestion and, you know, skin problems and just like overall health. But the more I got deep into that, the more I just realized that everything is so connected, like our gut health, our mental health, there's nothing that's separate So to work with people on a, like an individual, like a one thing, it's just, it turns into always working on the whole body. And that's Mm. pretty much what holistic healing is. Like it's the whole package. So mind, body, spirit, how, and however you want to describe that your soul, it's just healing everything. And so when I began working with my first client, I remember trying to work with her about like with all of her physical things and emotional stuff kept coming up. I'm like, all right. So this is a big part of it. Like there's just healing physically. You have to heal emotionally as well. Absolutely. back to school, I went to learn processing, to help people deal and process trauma, past traumas, because everything goes together. Like your back pain could be from a back injury. It can also be from emotional pain that you are carrying. And I even noticed that with myself, like I had back pain come up um, a few weeks back. And uh, I was just like, it didn't matter what I did. Like I'd put my medicine that I made on my back and it would go away. And then the next day it would be back again. I'm like, oh, so I'm like, put the medicine back on. And I'm like, if pain goes away, the next day it's back again. I'm like, what is happening? I'm like, I don't have any injuries. And so with uh, one of my friends, I went through some of the processes that I'd been studying, and at the end of one of the processes, my back pain dissipated.
0: It was gone. Right.
1: Oh, I'm like that's what that was. I'm like, that's really. Yeah, I was
0: diagnosed with fibromyalgia when I was like deep into my depression, and um, I just had really bad body aches just everywhere. And as I healed mentally, the back pain went away. Like the, I don't feel like I have the symptoms of fibromyalgia anymore. Um, I have, I have arthritis, but even the symptoms of that have have gone down or lessened. You know, since since being able to heal my mind.
1: That's amazing.
0: Start healing my mind.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's a perfect example. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So when I work with people, I like to work with people for a minimum of six months because, you know, to make lasting change, I like to help people build new habits, uh, work on mindset, because everything goes together. If you don't change your mindset, you know, it's hard to make any other noticeable changes in your life. So yeah, processing past traumas increasing mindset to build a strong constitution so you can handle whatever life throws at you and working with herbal medicine I really love working with herbal medicine customized to everybody's individual needs because it's the kind of medicine that doesn't just heal like mass pain it heals the pain and that was mm. one thing that really blew my mind when I was dealing with my nerve damage was, You know i was giving cortisol shots i was sent for like these saline shots all over my body i was i went through so many different treatments just trying to find a solution and like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars spent on this thankfully not through my own wallet because it was you know a work injury but i was just like i was realizing like how much we were going through trying to find a solution and nothing stuck nothing worked they're like oh sorry it's permanent i'm like i can't accept that i'm like i can't live the rest of my life with like having right. pains in my ribs and like pain up and down my spine and feeling like like I've been you know cemented into place at the end of the day.
0: And that hurts that makes mental anguish. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah that's, that's horrible. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you you wonder
0: how you're gonna live
1: the rest of your life. Like I was in my twenties. I'm like this isn't <laughs> this isn't a good yeah. way to go forward. So yeah, being able to heal that is uh incredible. So I love sharing that with people. I love helping people find a whole new lease on life. It is just, it's so rewarding to watch people go from, you know, barely mobile and, uh, you know, barely able to function to living their absolute best life. And that's another reason why I really enjoy the mindset coaching, is because a lot of times when we're in this place in our life where, you know, we kind of just, surviving day to day mm-hmm. you know with your pain with the mental struggles just trying to get through the day get done what you need to like live basically if you heal all that where do you go from there right and that was well, that was one of the things like with me i'm like i had some direction i i figured out what i wanted to do and i had a lot of guidance i had really great mentors like rob dial is Completely changed my life. His, I've studied with him and his group um, with mindset coaching, and it has completely turned my life. So, helping other people find their passion, figure out where they want to go in life, find their path, and helping them achieve their goals has been unbelievably rewarding, and I
0: absolutely love it. So, that's awesome, that's, Lindsay. That's a major part of healing
1: is <laughs> finding your passion.
0: I agree with you a hundred percent and thank you for the information that you have provided and you know people who are interested I will put your contact information and everything in uh, in the uh, description and uh, you know people who are interested can can contact you through um, I think your uh, your um, Instagram and um, email address yeah, yeah, my
1: email address I, misty mountains at um, yeah misty mountains holistic uh,
0: Okay, I will definitely include that in the description awesome. to make sure that everybody knows how to contact you.
1: Excellent, thank you so much. It was a really great pleasure talking to you today.
0: Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate um, your joining us. Thank you so much.